0: Texas can now seek files from Twitter and Facebook in a suit over the new law. An organized migrant caravan is now heading towards the U.S. while surging past Mexican forces. A crew member yelled cold gun while handing a prop gun to Alec Baldwin on the set. And Pisaki defends Biden for not visiting the border mentioning a drive through in 2008. We're going to into all this in just one second. If you can, please drop a video like, subscribe, turn post notifications on. New video every single day. If you can, listen to the of the show, that Joey Saldi the Joey and Show on all the podcast apps. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook supporter, or even a Patreon. It'd be greatly appreciated. Even if you send $1 a month, it helps out. Now, let's get right into this.
1: Peter, uh, as you may have seen, there's been uh, reporting that he uh, did drive through the border when he was on the campaign trail in 2008. And he is certainly familiar with the fact, and it stuck with him, with the fact that uh, in El Paso, uh, the border goes right through the center of town. But what the most important thing uh, everyone should know and understand is that the president has worked on these issues throughout his entire career and is well-versed in every aspect of our immigration system, including the border. That includes when he was Vice President. And he went to Mexico and Central America 10 times to address border issues and talk about what we can do to reduce the number of migrants who are coming to the border. He worked in a bipartisan manner with senators like Ted Kennedy, Harry Reid, John McCain, and others to push for comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, He does not need a visit to the border to know what a mess was left by the last administration. That's his view.
0: So the mess was left by the last administration. That's right. So you heard from Psaki that the mess at the border was left by the last administration. The guy that was literally trying to build the wall, the guy who was literally trying to secure the border, left a mess at the border. How does that make sense? When these migrant caravans literally came for Biden, specifically after Biden you know, won the election. Let's read. Pisaki defends Biden not visiting the border mentions a drive through in 2008. President Biden said Thursday night that he hasn't had the time to visit the border yet despite the ongoing immigration crisis. White House President secretary Jen Pisaki defended him, saying his trip over a decade ago proves his familiarity with the issues. Tom Cotton tweeted out, Joe Biden said he's too busy to visit the border, but he wasn't too busy to, for to take a beach vacation in the middle of a chaotic Afghanistan withdrawal. During a CNN town hall event, Bynan told Anderson Cooper, I've been there before, I know it well, I guess I should go down. Uh, he points he, the he, whole point of the. Um, sorry, the, the, this is a typo. The whole point of it is, I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down there, he added. He blamed the absence on the damage from hurricanes and said that he has been too busy visiting the areas affected with the disasters. Fox News White House correspondent Peter Dossi. Uh, question for a uh, it's always the same guy. It's always asking the tough questions. It's always a, just one guy. Zach responded, as many of you have seen. Okay, we heard that already. She went on to mention that Biden visit, visited uh, Mexico and Central America 10 times to discuss the border issues and said that the president does not need to visit the border to know what a mess was left by the last administration. GOP chairwoman said, and Biden said he doesn't have time to visit the border. He visited Delaware 25 times. Uh, Dossi continued to press Psaki, asking if the drive through count as a visit. She then asked, what is the root cause and where are people coming from who are coming to the border? The president has been to the, those countries 10 times to talk about the border issues. There is a focus right now on a photo op. The president does not believe a photo op is the same as solutions. You know, that's why, you know, Democrats quite literally do do what they do specifically for photo ops, like, you know. Don't look no further than AOC. She said that that may be a difference he has with Republicans. Uh, It's not about the photo ops. It's about going down there and actually showing that you care about fixing the issues. That's what it's about. It's also going down there, talking to mayors of the town that are dealing with it, talking to the border control that's dealing with it, talking to the governor that's dealing with it. That's what it's about. It's not about a photo op, like crying in 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 an empty parking lot on a fence and pretending like you're at the border crying over migrants being detained. Um, You know, it's not like that. You know, it's not like creating a fake White House set for your photo ops. Uh, It's not like, you know, it's not like any of that. Um, this has everything to do with actually going down there and helping solve this problem—a problem that does not affect just the people locally, but also affects the people across the entire country. But most importantly, affects the people locally. And this is this is a this is not like a, this is not a highly localized issue. This is this is a federal issue. There are people coming across the border. It's not like people going from New York to Florida or from New York to Pennsylvania. We're talking about mm-hmm. illegal immigrants flooding into the border. That's what we're talking about here. So up on screen, I have footage of a migrant caravan breaking through a blockade in Mexico of Mexican troops, what it seems to be. An extremely large caravan just completely plowing through this Mexican blockade, and they're en route, and they're heading up to America. Um, of course, they got powers and numbers here. They literally, it looks like by the thousands, um, there's only probably like close to 100 uh, Mexican troops to try to stop them, and they're just flooding in flooding in that's the thing is this is why we need to be tough on mexico to make sure that their southern border is, is secured because people from uh, south america need to go through mexico so if you can also make mexico keep their border in line it would also stop this stuff uh, it would definitely help at the very least um, i'm going to show you another shot of the footage from an aerial view showing just how many people there are. This is nuts. There is just an insane amount of people. An insane amount of people. Let's read some of the comments. Let's read with this. Organized migrant caravan moves towards the U.S. Surging past Mexican forces. A massive organized migrant caravan is on its way from southern Mexico towards the U.S. and has already surged past a blockade of Mexican forces attempting to stop them. Organizers tell Fox News that there are more than 2,000 migrants in the caravan setting off from Tapuca Tapuchala, whatever it is, Mexico. Some carrying American flags with signs with President Biden's name on it. Is this, it's a South Country on the border with Guatemala. The caravan is not merely a group of migrants congregating together. Organizers made migrants who wish to participate in the caravan to register with a QR code on their phones and or a web link to participate. Within hours, the flood of migrants encountered in the wall and the, Mexi- uh, the Mexican Interior Police wearing protective gloves and wearing shields, but the security did not hold. The migrant forced the way through the blockade and continued on their way to try to seek entry into the U.S. Interior. Customs and Border Protection announced Friday that there had been more than 1.7 million migrant encounters in the fiscal year of 2021, breaking records. Additionally, there are more than 192 1,000 encounters in September alone, a slight decrease from the more than 200,000 encountered in July and in August, but a sign that the border crisis that has dodged the Biden administration is far from over. The administration also had to deal with a massive Haitian migrant surge in September, um, breaking the leader of the migrant caravan is marching and calling out Let's
1: watch. What Mexico should do, like every country, is to make sure that they they, they do their share of the beating. Money is not going to solve the problem. Money, throwing it to governments like Mexico, where they put people from the south border to the northern border, is not the solution. They should give them papers here. They should give them an opportunity to work here, because a lot of them don't want to be Go to the U.S., but the Biden administration with this administration, it's like hauling them like cattle. First they come to the jail, then they go to the northern border. And we're asking them, Mexican government, to give them papers to to have a choosing. Because Mexico, it's a good place to live, to work. And they're, they're not.
0: I mean, he makes some really good points. It it seems like he's coming out this with a perspective of, hey Mexico, like I- instead of hurting us all the way over there, why don't why don't we come here? It's better than there. Uh, why don't we why don't we make things better here? But I think Mexico knows that. What Mexico wants is they want illegal immigration to flood and reign supreme because they they want these people, they want disgruntled people just to go up north, like just leave us alone. Let us run our corruption over here in Mexico. You just go up north and leave us alone. No problems, no issues. That's what they want but so a crew member yelled cold gun while handing prop weapon to Alec Baldwin in the report so an assistant director yelled cold gun as he handed a prop weapon to Alec Baldwin which the actor then fired killing the cinematographer and injuring the director CNN reported that court documents showed that the assistant director David Halls yelled cold gun to indicate the prop weapon did not contain live rounds now this goes back to what I was saying yesterday on my show typically when a gun is on set it's usually announced to everyone on set like this is what what, what's up with it you know And and I told you, I told you that that's what happens. Someone yelled, cold gun, and typically that gun's supposed to be checked from between two to three different experts before getting to the actor. The actor's not expected to be a gun expert, not expected to really check the guns. They're probably going to be changing protocols now after an incident like this happened, just like they changed protocols after the situation with Brandon Lee. But Alec Baldwin was under the impression that the experts checked the gun and cleared it out. It was supposed to be completely empty. Okay? So, uh, then what happened? Halls handed Baldwin one of the three prop guns that had been on set uh, by an armorer unaware that the prop gun contained a live round, according to the affidavit. Now, I want to just disprove a lot of people out there that say, why is there a real gun on set? Why? Why? Because real guns are used uh, as prop guns, and they'll just put blanks in it. That's why. Why does a cinematographer get shot? How is that possible? How is it possible for a cinematographer to get shot? Because um, in movies, if you've ever seen in a movie, sometimes guns are pointed at the camera and shot, or guns are pointed slightly away from the camera and shot. And where do cinematographers stand? Near the camera. So it's not too far-fetched for somebody near the camera to get shot. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm just breaking down um, easily like debunked th- common threads that i keep on seeing me get in my comment section um listen i've lived in hollywood i've been on many sets my girlfriend's been on quite literally hundreds of sets she's quite literally worked on sets i mean I, i see this all the time it's you know I can understand people out there who are not involved in this world, don't understand. But another thing is, there's a reason reason why there's different protocols on set versus on on, on gun ranges. Now, of course, Alec Baldwin could have checked the gun. And I'm sure if he was an experienced gun person, he probably would have checked the gun. But actors are not expected to do so. Actors aren't expected to really know much about guns, believe it or not. Because actors are not... Uh, experts or even most of them probably the first time they ever held a gun was probably on set to be completely honest with you it's not expected that's why there's the protocols where it needs to go through multiple experts before it gets to the actor okay so it, it's a different situation we're not talking about a gun range we're talking about a set and, the, and it's and from alec baldwin the actors as an actor not as a producer that's a, that could be a completely different story um as Alec Baldwin, as the actor in this scene, uh, from his point of view, he was doing his job in the set of protocols. Somewhere along the line of the protocols, something clearly went wrong in between that time that the gun got to Alec Baldwin. Obviously, he checked. if he checked, this woman would have never died, clearly, like clearly, but it's still not his job. And I'm sure now there's going to be extra checks but sometimes it takes a tragedy for things to be fixed. I mean this is why it's extremely rare. When it happened with Brandon Lee, when Brandon Lee got shot in like the 90s, uh, they changed the protocols. The way there was you know and the protocols I guess were mostly successful up until this point. So Brian Carpenter and armor and weapons Master in the films told CNN that cold guns shouldn't be loaded, especially during rehearsals. You have to make sure that the weapon is truly cold, which means there should be no rounds in their period, especially if it's a rehearsal. Carpenter also insisted that prop guns should be inspected by two people to ensure they're cold before anyone handles them on set. Um, And I just want to go through now a a few, uh, I got to go through a few comments because I'm just seeing a lot of ignorant stuff out there that's just not factually correct. Now I get it. We all hate Alec Baldwin. He's a leftist. He's an evil leftist. He doesn't like guns. I just don't think that karma, like, I, I don't think it's warned. I think there's, you can be a leftist, but at the same time, I don't wish ill upon you that would result in you accidentally killing someone. I feel like there's, like, that's an extreme. Like, that's something we'll rather, we expect to see from the left. Like, when Trump gets sick, and the left is cheering for his death, saying, ha-ha, serves you right. Ha-ha, ha-ha, you're going to die. Ha-ha. But, it, it, like, that's like, yo, chill out. That's a little extreme. And I, I'm feeling like we're, we're dealing with a very similar situation right here, but on the other side of the aisle. Okay, now there's one there's one post that I saw, which I just don't think is factually correct. I just hate seeing this. And uh, Larry Elder posted up saying, let's all watch Alec Baldwin blame the gun." I highly doubt Alec Baldwin is going to blame the gun, okay? And if he does blame the gun, he would be dead wrong. But I highly doubt he's going to blame the gun, okay? He's not—I said he's not going to blame the gun, but he's going to probably blame the prop master or the armorer or whoever was handling the gun because at that point in the, in the chain of command and the series of command and how things were operated, it's that person's fault based on the protocols, okay? It's that person's fault based on the protocols of a movie set when dealing with firearms. That's just how it is, okay? You can disagree with the protocols. You can call for change in the protocols. That would be more productive. It's not a gun range, okay? It's, it's different. We're dealing with a different situation here, and people don't quite understand this. And I just don't think it's also fair to assume that he'll blame the gun uh, in the, in this situation considering he is anti-gun, but I just don't think... Um, you know what I mean? It, it, it just doesn't make sense to blame the gun in this situation because clearly someone put a bullet in it when there was not supposed to be a bullet in there. I don't think he's going to blame the gun, and I'll bet a $1,000 that he's not going to blame the gun. Uh, I think that's a little bit extreme. I'm just being real with you guys. When he doesn't blame the gun, you can come back here. If he does blame the gun, then you can come back here as well, and I'll tell you he's dead wrong and he's an idiot for doing so. Um, oh, another thing is people, I don't know why so many people are sending this to me. I really do not know why. Uh, Cernovich tweeted out, when Dick Cheney accidentally shot someone, Hollywood did a comedy sketch. It was a punchline. Alec Baldwin even blogged about it and how he hoped Cheney would be arrested. Keep your fanks antimonial off my timeline. Uh, I, I, I also don't think people are realizing that uh, the problem is with this is in the Dick Cheney situation. Yeah. No one died, okay? No one died. I feel like when no one dies, you're more inclined to make comedy out of the situation. We're dealing with a situation where this is an extremely tragic situation, okay? Leave the politics out of this, please. Play devil's advocate with yourself. Please forget that Alec Baldwin is an anti-gun nut leftist activist. And look at this situation. An actor... Accidentally killed the cinematographer and injured a director. Somebody actually died. A mother, a wife, a daughter was killed who did absolutely nothing. And who cares about her political ideology? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if she was even a hardcore leftist. No one deserves that based on their political opinion. Hey, if it was an evil dictator that accidentally shot another evil dictator, we're talking about a different situation here because they probably have blood on their hands. We're just talking about man who makes fun of orange man bad. That's what we're talking about here, okay? Because if, if we're going to play these games with the leftists and call them crazy, call them irate, uh, c- call them, you know, oh, because he's Republican, that's why, whatever— We can't devolve and become them in these situations. It makes us look bad. We once prided ourselves on being the better man, and where we're not doing that anymore. I don't know. I'm, I'm watching this happen in real time. I've been calling this out for over a year now. I think I started calling this out on the day the, you know, insurrection happened. I started calling this out, and I watched it just exponentially get worse and worse and worse. Like, this is just, like, this Post by Mark Cernovich is just not a factual. It's not that's not a factual. It's you're literally comparing apples to cement here in this situation. They're both made out of matter, but different matter. Okay. It's it just it's I would not expect anyone to make fun of the situation right now where someone died, someone innocent died, and another person who you might hate now has to live with the consequences of. A mistake that happened that wasn't even his fault when you're following protocol. Now he's going to live with that. I just don't think it's justified. I don't think it's justified. It's really not. It's really not. We were once at one point, as I said this yesterday, we were at one point saying that when, when uh, Bernie Sanders got sick, we wish him the best. Bernie Sanders is a raging socialist that wants more of your rights taken away than Alec Baldwin, and he's actually acting upon it. Alec Baldwin's an actor. Bernie Sanders is actually in office, literally voting and taking away our rights, okay? So, it's... What, what changed? No, we can't play no more Mr. Nice Guy. We're losing. We can't play no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, if you play no more Mr. Nice Guy and you win, you still got bad people. So, I posted... It's been reported that the assistant director yelled "cold gun" while handling a prop weapon. Alec Baldwin, "cold gun" should not be loaded. These guns are supposed to be inspected by two to three people before being given to the actor. Uh, for the poor, poor, for the poor, for the for the people who don't understand sets or movies, it is not too far-fetched for the cinematographer to be in the line of fire of the gun, considering some scenes call for guns to be shot at the camera where the cinematographer would be. I also said uh, something still does not sit right with me that we're. We're making a mockery of a tragedy where someone innocent was killed. Actors are not expected to be gun experts on set. This is why there is a chain of people to inspect. Investigation will show whose fault it is until then. We're just mostly spe- uh, um, speculating. And why would there be? Why would they have had live rounds? I don't know. They're they're banned off a of set. Live rounds, no clue. Should have been completely empty. Investigation will show. I thought it was uh, that the armory, uh, the armorer was supposed to handle the weapons, not the assistant director. Again, gun safety was not followed. Uh, I said, maybe he had the authority. I don't know, but an investigation will show who messed up. If the situation only affected Alec Baldwin, I would care that uh, that he got shit. For example, shooting himself in the foot, that shit would be hilarious. But an innocent woman killed doing her job uh, and an innocent man hurt doing his. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. Like, I agree. I completely agree with that. No excuse. You check a gun. Uh, handed to you i mean that's just not how that's not the protocols on set someone does that for you that's just how the sets work been like that for decades uh someone says i 100 percent agree this onset protocol stance is ridiculous firearm safety isn't situational location specific an operator the weapon whatever whatever whatever. that's just how the protocols are so he said i agree with you all and said but it doesn't take an expert to drop the mag and rack the side uh, that's why experts are there, and they literally have one job, to make sure guns are safe to be used. Been like this for three decades, and these in, these accidents are incredibly rare. An expert to rack a gun, how ignorant are you? I mean, hey, hey, there are people out there who never her, her, held a gun before. Hey, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I never shot a revolver. If someone handed me a revolver on set and was like, hey, we got a cold gun for you, or whatever, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to look at it, okay, I just pulled the trigger. Like, I'm, I'm just being real with you guys here. Like, this, just because you go to the gun range all the time and it's easy and known to you does not mean the rest of the world it's easy and known to them. I'm from the city. I've lived in I've lived in Hollywood. I've lived in New York City. It is just not common for me to come across guns unless I go out of my way to go to the gun range, which I've been to gun ranges before. Okay, I had fun. I loved it. But guess what? When I'm at the gun range, I am trusting that the instructor is going to be steering me in the right path and, and give me the right advice, and tell me to do the right things, and I'm trusting him to show me how to load the weapon. I'm trusting him to hand me a properly loaded weapon. I'm, I'm trusting him, the expert. So I'm doing as he says because I'm putting my trust into the expert and my way of learning. Um, I'm sure Alec Baldwin probably knows how to pop it open because he, he probably ha- has dealt with these guns before. He should have checked, but at the same time, it's not his obligation, not his, his job to specifically check. Um, you know, he's on set and he probably deals with this all the time. And, and, you know, he, he trusts the people that he was working with. And apparently they messed up royally. Like, I'm just telling you, that's just how it is. Yes. But if you're holding and pointing a gun, you should, you should be an expert or at least have training. I said, not how it works on movie sets. They will probably change the protocols, but that's why it's a responsibility of the pro to make sure no accidents happen. Uh, you should really do more research. There is strict protocol that is to be followed. Baldwin is the producer. He's responsible for checking the drive, firing any real firearms that aren't even necessary anymore. On set, there had already been three misfiring accidents prior to Baldwin killing and injuring the, whatever negligence. I said, as a producer, it's not his responsibility. Stop acting like you know what you're saying when you don't. Hell, mister, I think I know everything. Watch the interview on Newsmax with whatever. Educate yourself before speaking. Um, I'm just telling you right now for a fact. The producer is not the armorer. There was five producers in this movie. I don't even think that includes executive producers. I'm just telling you right now. It is not the producer's obligation and duty to inspect every single firearm. Or maybe not. Hey. Even if it was, even if it was, Alec Baldwin's not the only producer. I'm, that, I'm just being factual with you here, okay? He's not the only producer. The assistant director literally handed him a gun, okay? Well, you're. Um, well, when you're a gun owner, you're supposed to check your weapon all the time. Oh, owner, I was. I. I'll come. Didn't check it if he was. Okay, I can't read what you're saying. Yeah, but Alec Baldwin has gone out of his way to be a douchebag, exceeding even that of Hollywood standards. I said, in my opinion, being a douche does not warrant this extreme of his situation, especially considering someone innocent died. He said, well, you're tiptoeing as you usually do. AB has been flagrant with anti-gun and anti-Trump way, out of proportion, his position of a celebrity, and for one, I hope karma does him in. Uh, And I, I just said, man who made fun of Trump is bad. Um, someone says they agree with me. None of what this is coincidental. Everything happens. Whatever. Okay, so that's karma. Yeah, karma, karma. You got karma so bad you ended up killing someone innocent. You deserved it. Well, what about them? Like, why? What, what was that karma for? For being anti-gun? So, be, so my karma for being anti-gun is accidental murder. Do you not? Does it, Do you not see something that doesn't equate here? I, I would say maybe your karma for. For being a mass murderer, you get hit by a car after you do it. That's karma, okay? Karma for being an uh, anti-gun lunatic and, you know, uh, someone with an illegal gun robs you at gunpoint that was illegal and obtained illegally, maybe you can consider that karma. I don't consider it karma that being anti-gun, it's ironic. It's irony, if anything. I just don't agree with that being karma. Like, is, is what I'm saying too out of the ordinary for an opinion? Because whenever I express this stuff on Instagram, there's tons of idiots in these comments. And I I can't go through every single one of them, but I'm going through every single one of them. I'm just completely roasting and destroying them. I don't claim to be the smartest person in the room at all times. But I, I have—I might be young, but I have experience and knowledges in a lot of different fields and a lot of different areas. Too bad it wasn't reversed and, Cla- and crappy Baldwin got shot. Listen, I get it. you're probably joking, but I still don't think that being a leftist should be an excuse for someone's death. Why they kill babies and oppress black people. You support that? Oh, so now all of a sudden I support killing babies and oppressing black people because I don't think that someone with a different opinion should get shot for having a different opinion. I'm what I am watching the left the the right turn into the left. We are acting and we're, we're acting like Twitter leftists. And this does not just go for everyday people. This even goes for people who are at the top. People like Cernovich, even Pasobic, even Tim Poole. I've seen them do this in certain situations. And they act like they think that they know what they're completely talking about when they when they really don't. They really don't in some cases. Okay? And you know, and many people like you are out there and you're getting this possible misinformation. Um, you're getting this one side of opinion from anywhere you go. You're getting the same opinion. You're going to, I'm not trying to call people out, okay? I just want to say, I'm just seeing what I observe. You're going to go to D.C. Drano's Instagram. You're going to go to Typical Liberals' Instagram. You're going to go to Cernovich's Twitter. You're going to go to Pasobic's Twitter. You're going to go to Tim's Pool's podcast, and you're going to get the same opinion, the same exact thing said over and over and over again. Then you're going to come here, and you're going to hear something a little bit different, a little different perspective, a different point of view. And you might be thinking to yourself, one, holy crap, never thought about it like that, which I get so much. I get that a lot. Or two, um, you're going to be like, uh, you're a sellout. You're paid opposition. Uh, how much did they pay you off? Which I get that a lot, which I, I wish I'd been paid off, and I, I mean, I would have a better set. Um, what, what's it? What, or um, what's another one? Or or you'll probably respond with another comment that I can easily just completely dismantle and disprove or you're going to be hitting with some rage bait. No, 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 he's a scumbag. He's a-. completely missing the point of everything that I just said. We need to stop acting like the left. We need to stop getting outraged uh, because if someone disagrees, what yeah, 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 yeah. as they get outraged in response to what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It, I don't think my opinion here should be too, too out there. For our side, I'm trying to stay as consistent as possible because if this was the other way around, if this was a different person, I want to make sure that whatever I'm saying would hold true if it was a different person. So, Texas can now seek files from Twitter and Facebook in suit over the new law. And Greg Abbott tweeted this out Texas passed a law prohibiting Facebook, Twitter, and Google from removing conservative viewpoints. They sued us. Now, a federal judge will let us let Texas. Seek internal documents about how they moderate content. This is about to get interesting. So let's read through it. Says, a federal judge will allow Texas to seek internal documents from social media companies regarding how they moderate content, as the state defends a new law restricting when platforms can restrict sus- a new law restricting when platforms can suspend users. The ruling Friday in the U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman in Austin means that Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is free to seek. Limited discovery, discovery from members of two prominent trade groups that sued to block the controversial statute, including Twitter, Alphabet Inc.'s uh, Inc. Google, and Facebook. The ruling allows Paxson to seek documents and dispose employees and members of NetChoice and Computer and Communication Industries associations, but only if they'll be impacted by the law-bearing platforms from suspending users over the political views Uh, The statutes which applies, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, Texas and Abbott and other Republicans criticized social media companies for banning banning President Donald Trump from the platform after a mob of his supporters raided the Capitol on January sixth. A similar law in Florida targeting social media companies after a ban was put in the place. The thing is, I guess I guess this is good. I guess, but I'm I like playing devil's advocate with every single situation. I just I like playing devil's advocate because I think it's it's healthy and important to do so. I just wonder, like, how, how? What would be the criteria to decide if someone was wrongfully suspended from the platform? You know, is if are they saying some random QAnon stuff, like actually off the walls crazy, that you know can lead to harm? Um, are they trying to put together an actual insurrection? I don't know. It's just who, who's going to be drawing these lines and making them up? Maybe I'm just more of asking questions than playing devil's advocate. Um, because another question what I have, does this set a dangerous precedent as well with having government dictate what is and what isn't allowed on social media? Can this set something dangerous up where let's just say if this was the left doing it and they had the ability to see internal documents of these social media companies and decide Maybe um, instead of deciding what is allowed on the platform, they're deciding what is not allowed. Or maybe when they're deciding what is allowed on the platform, you know, obviously we know how the the left and the right scales is. And, you know, you know, this is allowed and then they just dial it back to more stuff not being allowed. Who knows? I, I really don't know. I really don't know if this open if this could open up something bad in the future. Um, I, really, I really just do not know. I do not know if this is completely necessary or not I really don't know. Should maybe the free market be able to sort this out? Whereas I, I really don't know. Will Twitter and Google and Facebook censorship of conservatives? Will, this, will that will people's demand to not be censored allow for another big tech company to come in? Because there's a demand over there. I don't, I really don't. I know that's so probably a fact now, considering what Trump's doing. It might allow for another tech giant to come in. But I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Is there a better free market solution? Um, do these people have a monopoly that warrants the free market that can't, you know, can't have a solution? I, I really don't know. But I'm asking a bunch of questions over here that I think are extremely important to answer. Um, and, I, and I don't think that there is a solid answer for any of those questions, to be completely honest with you. I don't think there's a solid answer. There really isn't. And I, and I think that's one of the problems we see on our side, on the right, is that we're seeing is there are people, I would say people like me, who are more in line with staying true to what we believe and keeping that as our constant throughout because we believe that sticking to our beliefs is what will allow us to win and reign supreme and be on top. And then there are people on our side as well who believe, well, we need to give up what we believe. We need to be harder. We need to be stronger in order to win. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But if this situation, I want to know, will, will will this fall in line to what we believe as a core fundamental principle? Don't know yet. Really don't know one of those things we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop us like, subscribe, turn those vacations on. you a single day if you can listen to Flip of so The Show, The Joey Saldino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go right now and subscribe. It's on all the podcast apps. Also, become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or a Patreon member if you're listening on the podcasts. Um, even if you guys drop me a dollar a month, it goes a long way to support the show. I recommend five bucks. Five bucks a month, if everyone does that. This show would be awesome. and anyway, guys. Thank you so much for watching listening. Peace out.